baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Good evening, folks. It's news to us, episode four. And hopefully by the time uh, we get this all taken care of and finished and uploaded, you'll actually be able to listen to this on the app. I have seen the site on the app. I've seen the links on the app. I haven't seen any episodes on the app yet. We're hoping that today is the day it actually makes it up there so you can listen to this uh, on your drive home. Um, as you're doing chores or dinner or whatever, you know, sort of get your update on news and not have to watch the video to get all of the, uh, the information. Of course, we do have links that we're going to post to Twitter and Facebook, but, um, and of course the days that we only had the video, you didn't have to watch the video either. You could just listen to us. This is true. This is true too. This is true too. We're going to try, we're going to try and make this an actual podcast where you can listen to it on an actual podcast device. We're getting there. <laughs> you never are obligated to watch the video. No, you're never obligated to watch the video. Nor, nor <laughs> just listen you, to it. Nor would you recommend, why would you want to watch us talk? <laughs> There's a reason we're on radio and not TV. 10 minutes. Listen to us. Don't, 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 don't watch us talk. Right. We don't even have that good scenery, you know, really behind yeah, us. Really, we um, don't. So I'm in a padded room. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so we'll, we'll move right on to, to the first story after after that quick intro, introduction, or not so quick introduction. <laughs> right. um, today is Juneteenth, so really there wasn't a whole, you know, as you have on most federal and state holidays, um, there wasn't a huge amount of stuff going on. A lot of people had the day off. Um, that being said, the, the, the big story that really came out today was Congresswoman Spamberger um, writing a letter to the president wanting the Defense Production Act to be used to basically reopen refineries around the country. Or full capacity, yeah. Yeah, get, the, get them up to get increased capacity. Uh, part of the issue, she says, is that, you know, the oil is being, you know, extracted. Um, you know, crude oil is being extracted. The problem is it can't be refined fast enough because a lot of refineries shut down at the beginning of COVID and they haven't reopened. And there's a bottleneck there. Yeah, and uh, well, she's hoping that uh, you know this will relieve some some uh, some pain at the pump that people are are um, are are experiencing right now. And uh, President Biden, this of course not local news, but this goes well with President Biden today saying that he may suspend the federal gas tax. Uh, he may make that decision later on this week. So we'll see what happens with all that. And this is going to be a good segue, but before we do that really, really good segue, um, I, I will say that I don't know that he necessarily goes along with the uh, the Defense Production Act, in part because he's done it on a number of other things, and I think that there becomes a point where perhaps was, Republicans say, hey, you're trying to yeah. take over too many businesses. I don't Wasn't know that, that done for baby formula? was done for baby formula and of yeah. course it was done during the vaccines as well right for to get uh, vaccines out when yeah. when trump was president yeah. right exactly so i i don't know that it's going to happen with refineries but you know you know it all depends let's see where gas prices go now you mentioned the federal gas tax holiday the state gas tax holiday on friday did not did no. not make it through there will be no state gas tax holiday uh the state senate with one republican um voting against 
a uh, gas tax holiday on the state side. Their argument that it would take money from away from the transportation fund, that it wouldn't have the impact on prices that uh, Republicans were arguing it would, and so it got it got defeated. Yeah, and that happened uh, late Friday night. Uh, after the one-day session uh, to uh, address the budget amendments, and that really went all day too. I mean, they yeah. they they yeah. they had a lot of uh, they were voting well into the evening um, on on Friday. Um, they did not create day. yeah they did not create the felony um, that uh, you know th that the governor was proposing in regards to demonstrating out of outside of a justice's home. I believe I actually mentioned that in the Friday podcast. Um, but also yeah, that was shot down pretty early. I think that was the, yeah. in fact, it was defeated by Republicans too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, not, not even, didn't even get to the state Senate. The state Senate did also reject um, the uh, proposed ban on Medicaid funding for certain abortions, um, which was not surprising. It was kind of expected that the, the Democrats were going to hold the line. And in that case, the one questionable vote, uh, uh, Senator Joe Morris, he actually sided with the Democrats. Um, he, he, he is a anti-abortion rights, pro-life Democrat, but in this case, uh, voted with Democrats um, yeah. on that. On that and, and he was really kind of the wild card swing vote. He could go either way. Yeah, yeah exactly. And, and this time he sided with Democrats. Now, speaking of the budget, that's actually going to be signed tomorrow. Um, the governor having a ceremonial signing uh, tomorrow afternoon. So um, we'll, we'll, we'll get that. He's not going to try the gas tax yet again. Um, this will be nine days before the deadline. This is, this is correct. But Hey, we've got, we've got gotten it. closer. We've, we've, got, we've gotten closer. I know I've covered it. We've gotten. Oh, oh yeah. We've gone midnight oil before. Yes. So this is, this is actually not, not too bad. Now, normally, you know, normally we, we it's taken care of much, much earlier. And in fact, uh, you know, throughout Virginia history up until 2000, it was always done early. Uh, it's just in the last two decades that it's really, you know, gotten super close um, a couple of times. And this is, this is one of them, but not as close as, as it's ever been. Right. Um, also tomorrow it's primary day um, and it's primary day in the seventh congressional district. What's interesting, at least for us here in Richmond, we aren't in the seventh congressional district anymore. Even though so, Abigail Spanberger is. Yeah. Ab Abigail Spanberger is, she's running in the seventh district, but it's not Central Virginia. Right. She's, that district is now a Prince William County, Stafford County. Um, basically, if you were to take Prince William County and then go westward, um, that's where the the, uh, the the district is now. Um, and the Republicans are, are running a primary tomorrow to determine their um, challenger to Abigail Spanberger. There's also a race in the second district um, for the challenger to Elaine Luria, uh, the Democratic Congresswoman down there. The reason I mention those two is because those two are the most competitive races uh, that we're going to have in the fall, and they both have Republican primaries. So it'll be interesting to see how they resolve. Right. It, aside from you know where I live, there is a local municipal uh, primary going on, but in general, it's a pretty quiet uh, primary day tomorrow. Right. Right. Exactly. Exactly. And it's and it's a little bit further back than normal. I vaguely recall. Yeah, I don't remember much. one being this late in June before. I thought it was earlier in June. I, I I do, but you know what? I believe that may have. You know what? Now that I think about it, I believe that may have changed uh, a couple of years ago in part to avoid uh, conflicts with schools still being in session. Uh, okay. They pushed so they have more schools. Back. So they don't have to take another day off. Of course, as soon as they did that, all the, you know, all the local schools are in the process of moving back to ending at the end of May anyway. So it wouldn't have conflicted here. 
you know, right. <laughs> so, I mean, it's still some, I mean, Henrico's going until well into June. They're already out too. Yeah, so. yes. And right. Richmond is still, I believe Richmond's the only one that's still in this week right now. Okay. Um, but, uh, but you know, all the, over the next couple of years, they're all going to end um, pretty much right around Memorial. Yep. Yep. So, but um, you know, that that's case Speaking of stories that happened over the weekend, um, you know, we mentioned the, the stuff that happened Friday with the general assembly also um, over the weekend, there was an arrest made in that random stabbing uh, attack in Chesterfield, the one that was just north of Courthouse Road. Um, and it actually turns out to have been a neighbor um, that, that at least that's what police are saying, that, that attacked the, these right. two people in that neighborhood uh, near Reams Road Elementary. Um, don't understand exactly what went into that attack. They haven't provided many more details in that. But it was apparently a neighbor that was that, that yeah, was which, a neighbor which that was arrested. To believe, like the, the people, I mean, Chesterfield police had said that the people who were the victims, this guy did was not known to them. Yeah. So it was either a very a neighbor who kept to himself and didn't really make himself that known in the neighborhood. I don't know. A lot of questions. Yeah, exactly. So so there's probably still more details to come out with that. Also, there were four people who walked away from a what basically amounts to a prison camp. Um, down right. at Hopewell. Um, this is a federal prison camp down at, down in Hopewell. Right. Um, and they're still looking for three of them. Uh, the fourth walked back to camp. On, right. On and you, right. You would think that, uh, and actually, according to the Times-Dispatch, they were talking to a U.S. Marshals person today who said that the one guy who came back um, uh, actually came back yesterday morning. Yeah. So, um, and uh, da, 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 his name is uh, Tavares Graham. So Tavares Graham is back. The other three are not. You would think that um, prison officials or whomever would be yeah, asking this guy, where are your three friends? Yeah, exactly. And, and, and we don't, you know, they haven't really revealed details if they were actually, you know, planning this together. This just happened to be a crime of opportunity where four people were, you know, Right. And maybe the guys weren't friends. It's yeah. like, hey, look, here's an opportunity to get out of here. You in? Yeah, exactly. Well, exactly. Knows? So but they're, they're still they're still looking for 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 three of them. I, and I happened to just do some quick research uh, on the three. Um, all were either um, sent, sentenced, tried and uh, and convicted in, or, or at least were were convicted here in Virginia or in North Carolina. So, you know, I, they are relatively local. So, yeah. And uh, there is a prison kind of in that area near Fort Lee and this, yeah. this camp is connected to it, but I don't know if it's on the property or not. Yeah, yeah, I, 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 did, I did see that, but yeah, but there is the federal prison down in, in it's called federal, the federal prison in yeah. Petersburg, but it's, you know, it's right. in that general area. So, yeah. so that, that's basically it. Again, today was Juneteenth, uh, a federal and state holiday. So the markets were closed, banks were closed, uh, state and local government were closed. So it was a relatively light day news-wise. I imagine it'll pick up as the week goes on a little bit more. And of course, tomorrow, again, we have the primary to keep an eye on. So, right. so, so that's it uh, for episode four of its news to us. And again, uh, you know, if you do get the chance and you can download it and it does show up on Apple Podcasts and all of those other places, Stitcher, um, uh, Spotify. I remembered it this time. Um, and the, <laughs> I was ready to help you out. In case I know, I know you are. I could see it. Um, all those other places you can download pos- podcasts. Please uh, give us a review, help uh, other people find this. And uh, we really want to, you know, help uh, give people another way to, to get their news and maybe a little less formal way. So. Yeah. 
and something that's a little more in depth than uh, the three to five minute newscasts we provide on air. And, and and it sounds less formal. Not that we try to do formal newscasts, but you know this this is a little bit more relaxed, more conversational. Yeah, more exactly, exactly. So, so that's it for us. We will uh, talk to you again on Tuesday. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.